1: Good morning, Kansas City. This is the Chiefs playoff special here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. My name is Chris Unocero. I am joined by my producer, Julio Sanchez. And for the next two hours, we're going to be previewing Chiefs Bills. The big matchup that should be in the AFC Championship game. This is your de facto championship game right here. I think we all agree that this is the game right here that decides who represents the American Football Conference in the Super Bowl. It's a huge game for all of us. Julio, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. How, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm feeling excited very to be confident. Yeah? I'm very excited to be here. I'm feeling confident. I know that confidence has been hard for some Chiefs fans to find this year because the team hasn't been playing the the sexy, dominant way that you would hope your favorite for the American Football Conference would play. But we're here right now. And right now, the Chiefs control their own destiny. If they they win tonight, they will host the AFC Championship game next week versus the Cincinnati Bengals, who pulled off the upset against the Tennessee Titans, the one seeded Tennessee Titans, last night in the divisional round. We also saw the Packers one seed as well, both number one, seeds. both number one seeds lose at home to the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk more about those games uh, coming up later on in the show, but I want to start with, I feel like us, us as chiefs fans need to take the time to just like, before we start prognosticating before we, as you know, as I'm watching NFL network right now and they're making their picks. And before we start worrying about these matchups, I want us to take the time to just breathe and just remember that things used to be so much worse for us here in Kansas City. I know you've seen it, Julio, over your years living here in Kansas City. I know that you, the listener, driving in your car, listening at home or wherever you're listening to, you remember what it was like being a Chiefs fan up until Mahomes got here. And it sucked. I mean, yeah, you know, we got to watch uh, some really good football during the regular season. We got to see some great performances. Got to see Priest Holmes go out there, break the single season touchdown record for, for, for a player before LT broke it. We got to see some amazing performances from Jamal Charles. We got to see some really good Chiefs defenses back in the 90s. Derek Thomas gets seven sacks in a game against the Seahawks. I mean, we saw so many great performances, but we didn't get to see in my lifetime. A team really put it together and give you a real feeling that they could go and win the Super Bowl. Probably since Joe Montana was here. Even during those, those Trent Green days, we didn't, we didn't quite have that feeling. Even during the Alex Smith days, we didn't quite have that feeling. We got to take time to appreciate this run that the Chiefs have been on for what is now the fourth straight season. This is four straight years of the Chiefs being a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And it's something that we cannot take for granted. We're one good Bears draft pick, one good Bears general manager away from having Deshaun Watson as our quarterback. If Ryan Pace had made the right pick at, th- at, at second overall, because he traded up from third, at second overall and had taken Patrick Mahomes with that pick, or even let's say he would have let's say he would have taken uh he would have taken Deshaun Watson there. Somebody could have traded up and taken Patrick Mahomes before us. Like there's so many options there that could have resulted in the Chiefs not getting the quarterback that they have right now, who is the best quarterback in the league. All it I mean, if the Bills hadn't have decided to make that trade with us, if the Bills had decided to keep that pick, they could have made that pick for Mahomes and we could be looking at a situation where the roles are reversed. Maybe the Chiefs still have Alex Smith, or maybe the Chiefs have a young quarterback that they don't know about. And there's a lot of doubt of whether or not that quarterback is good enough to get them to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, the Bills would have Mahomes, and we could be looking at uh, a situation where they are the dominant team in the conference. We could be in a completely different situation than what we we are right now. So we got to understand that we are very lucky. We're very fortunate to have that once-in-a-generation Level of quarterback, and we have to enjoy what he brings us. Enjoy what the guys on this team bring us. Every time I watch the franchise, which by the way, I'm trying to get on the franchise. <laughs> they had Cody and Gold on the franchise this week. <laughs> they have had all the guys here. Bink's been on there. They've had all the guys on Cody and Gold. They had Fesco on there, Kling on there, dots on there. He's like. Probably the most prevalent guy on there. Dusty's on there. Dude, Chiefs, if y'all listening... Just take any cut from this show. Uh, Julio, if you, if, if I know life you, goal, huh? Yeah. this my, that, I could die happy. True just, status symbol. I just want 10 seconds. Just give me 10 seconds on the franchise. Just 10. I don't need a, I don't need a one minute. I don't even need them to come in. Cause I think they were in like earlier this week or last week filming Cody and gold. I haven't seen the newest episode, but I, I, I think I saw a clip, where they were filming Cody and gold for the franchise. Like, I don't need anybody like filming me. I actually prefer you. You don't film me but like please just 10 seconds just you, put me on the you franchise you even about how they use you uh no even if i like say something wrong like let's say uh, like i say something drastically hater, wrong that, that would that sounds more par for the course that for is probably you. more par for the course <laughs> for me <laughs> like even if it's if i'm completely wrong just take 10 seconds but like you know like if you watch the team on the franchise you just can't help but fall in love with them because of how much fun they're having. And I always enjoy, especially in sports, when people really enjoy what they're doing in that sport, like when they really love the sport, like when you watch this chiefs team, you feel like they love football. It's not just a job for them. They love football. You see the chiefs on the sidelines and you see the defense and they're out here swag surfing and you see Patrick Mahomes and he's just out here just just, and they have to bleep him out a lot because he curses a lot when he's doing those pregame speeches and whatnot. But it's always fun watching him and Travis Kelsey and, and, and especially the receiving group with like Tyreek and McCole and, and, and uh, Demarcus. And you could just see those guys having so much fun. Like, I really love watching this team just because of that aspect. Not just specifically what they do on the field, but the fact that they love the sport so much. Not very many teams have what we have here. Not very many cities have what we have here. You know, you, you go to, you know, Cleveland and they don't even know if they want their quarterback after, after this past season, they're still trying to decide if he's the future for them. You go to like Minnesota and you look at the Vikings and they've got so much talent, but they got Kirk Cousins as their starting quarterback and he's under contract through next season. They're trying to hire a new coach they have so much talent there, but like the receivers and the running backs don't like their quarterback and they don't trust them. There's so many, we could, we could be in that situation because we were in that situation. We had a lot of talent, but didn't have the quarterback. We've had bad coaches here. We've had bad general managers here, but now it just seems like everything is aligned and everything is working out. And it's something that we have to appreciate because in the NFL, It doesn't stay around that long. That's why they say that the NFL stands for not for long. And it's really hard to do what the Chiefs are doing. I mean, if you're a Bills fan, you know just how hard it is to do what the Chiefs are doing because the Bills did it 30 years ago. They were the dominant team in the American Football Conference. Four straight Super Bowls. They beat the Chiefs in one of those conference championship games to make it to the Super Bowl. And what do they got to show for it? Nothing. No Lombardis, nothing. Four losses. One of the greatest cuts from Super Bowl history. Wide right. Like, you have so many amazing cuts. Uh, So many amazing plays, you know. uh, Just one of the most embarrassing moments in a franchise history to go out there and make four straight Super Bowls and fail to win just one. It's hard to do. And it's something that has to weigh on Bills fans all the time. And that you could tell they really want one so bad. I mean, I, I know if I witnessed four straight Super Bowl losses, I'd be fiending for one too. So I understand that. It could be so much worse for us because it's so hard to do what the Chiefs are doing. The league is not set up for dominance in in the league at, at the at the level that the Chiefs have where they're constantly every year a one seed or a two seed. It's not set up for that. The league is not built for teams like the chiefs to even to have a down year and still finish with the second, what tied for the best record in the conference. And the only reason why you didn't get it is because you lost to that, the number one seed. And now they're in position to host their fourth straight conference championship. Something that hasn't been done. No one's ever hosted four straight AFC championship games. No one does that because you hardly see teams make four straight. Remember those Cowboys teams from back in the 90s? Won three Super Bowls? They didn't make it, they, they didn't make it to four. They didn't, make, they didn't make it to four Super Bowls. They won three of those Super Bowls. They had a year in between because the Niners won one in 94. It's hard to do what the Chiefs are doing. Just to go back-to-back is incredibly rare. Let alone winning it, but just going to back-to-back Super Bowls is so hard. I know the Patriots may look easy, but it's really hard to do. So we, gotta, we have to understand that this is the Chiefs are bucking the trend of what you see in the NFL. We see first-to-worst, worst-to-first all the time in the NFL. We don't see that often. Teams get on top and they stay on top for a long period of time. This is now the fourth straight season. The Chiefs have been at or near the top of the AFC. This could be their third straight Super Bowl berth. Should they win tonight and then win next week, next Sunday, at home against the Bengals? Two wins away from doing something that very few teams do. They could win their, third, their second Super Bowl in three tries in three years. It's hard to do. So the Chiefs have really done a great job at fighting against what the NFL is all about, which is parity. And that's why we got to appreciate this moment. At 9 on a Sunday morning, just mere hours before we face off, the Chiefs face off against the Bills. Just take some time. Appreciate what you're watching.
0: Enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't. We, we remember that 2017 season. You know, we remember 2018. You know, we remember what it was like for the Chiefs to have question marks about whether or not they were ever going to win a Super Bowl. I remember thinking that after that AFC championship game against the Patriots. I was like, man, like I was like that just because like it was peak chiefs when they lost to the Patriots like that, it was peak chiefs and you wondered, oh man, like is this team going to do it? Like you think they were because of Mahomes and his, his age. You're like, at some point they got to get over the hump, but you didn't know. You didn't know. You wondered if maybe the 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 chief situation would end up like the Packers situation with Aaron Rodgers. Where you've got one Super Bowl and you've got nothing to show for it since he's seven and nine in the playoffs since that Super Bowl. You thought that. I think a lot of us thought that that could be the situation. Maybe they get one, but he doesn't go out there and and dominate the way that you hoped he would. He doesn't turn into this generation's Tom Brady. But right now he's in a position to be that. And I think we have to understand that. Another thing I think we also have to appreciate about this game is that I think that this game right here might be the toughest game for the Chiefs going into this playoff run. I think the Bills might be the best team that they face the rest of the way. If they win tonight, I think that the doubt that you see people have about this team is gone. It's finished at this point. There's no more question marks about whether or not the Chiefs are the favorites to win. There's no more. There's I mean, maybe you get like a trendy person here and there trying to pick the Bengals next week, but if the Chiefs beat the Bills tonight, no more. Oh, well, I, I think that the the this team's going to upset the Chiefs. The Chiefs will be favorites in every game. they will be favorites obviously next week, but in the Super Bowl, even if they face off against Tom Brady again and Tom, let's say Tom Brady kills it today against the Rams. Let's say that next week against the Niners he kills it there too. I still think that the Chiefs are going to be favorites there. This Bills team's really good. A lot of people are buying into this Bills team.
0: Wait, so so you're saying next year people shouldn't be picking no. the Chargers to win
1: no. the AFC West? No more no, no. more trendy, no, no more no, Colin Justin Coward Herbert? picking the Chargers, no more okay. no more Herbert love. I thought Herbert's we were already there, there
0: coming into this season but apparently not.
1: No more No, we're not. We, we you know how it is. You know how it is. Every, even though someone is great at something, someone's always waiting. Be at, someone's, first. someone's always wanting to be first yep. in picking and in, in prognosticating the downfall. the downfall of that of that great player or that great team. And I just don't think that you could do that, especially considering the youth of a lot of these guys, especially considering the fact that Patrick Mahomes is, he'll turn 27 in September. He's still really young. Like, we forget about the fact that he's, he's a veteran, but he's still really young. He's not even 30 yet, and he's He's had a, a he's had much better success in the playoffs than Aaron Rodgers has, much better success than Aaron Rodgers has been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers is, has.
0: Is that a, is that a, a shot,
1: at, dude? I'm taking at a shot, Aaron Rodgers after
0: what happened yesterday. Uh, is that what we're doing? I
1: don't know. If Aaron, I'm here for it. Aaron doesn't like shots. That, though.
0: That was uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that sir is a uh, is well played. Well played,
1: dude. I've been I've been looking at uh, Aaron Rodgers jokes on Twitter all this morning. <laughs> there are dude. Aaron Rodgers got roasted after that loss. He. I, I, and that's why i was kind of hoping that he would make the super bowl cuz i wanted to see patrick mahomes get that victory over over him and just be like hey you know i cuz he has he's beaten tom brady a couple times already uh, obviously not in the not, not what it players. matters. Not what it matters, but he's beaten him a couple times already, and like getting a win over Aaron Rodgers would because he's never played Aaron Rodgers, never like the two games against the Packers, never played Aaron Rodgers. So it would have it been big for him to go and beat him in the Super Bowl. But you know, apparently Aaron Rodgers is immunized against going to the Super Bowl. So, uh, but that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. I got all these jokes, bro. I'm I'm just sitting on these. I, I I didn't write them down, but I memorized them. Like I got all these Aaron Rodgers jokes. I mean, he makes it easy. So, he does know. make it easy. Oh my god! Seriously, Aaron Rodgers right now is going to be the biggest joke in the NFL uh, until he retires or goes to a different team. Like now, everybody's like, oh, he's going to the Steelers.
0: I, I, can I just say, when it comes to to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I'm not looking forward to off season. Right now, and hearing all this nonsense about where he's going to go and I all the drama, it'll, it'll
1: be interesting.
0: I, I'm,
1: I mean, I'm he's, over it. I'm he's certainly, over certainly it. less likable because he we saw who he is. I,
0: I feel like this was really his last chance to really get a super, a, a second Super Bowl. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. If he goes so to Pittsburgh,
1: I think he'd have a good chance. Yeah, I, they got, I don't know. I don't know if he They got a lot Pittsburgh. of talent. They, oh, they absolutely. And will. they got a great defense, except for the run game. Their run defense is terrible, but like they're. They were first in the sacks, great pass rush. You know, you add Aaron Rodgers to that team, I, I think they could be, re- they, they could probably overtake the Bills as like the, the second team in the conference, I think. But we'll, we'll like I said, we'll talk more about that uh, Rodgers choking later on in the show. But coming up next, I tell you why I think the Chiefs are a lot smarter than a lot of people are willing to give them credit for. Back in here on the Chiefs playoff special here on 610 Sports Radio, 610Sports.com. Chris Unocero, Julio Sanchez. Following me at 11 o'clock will be Dusty Likens, Nick Short. I think Grant is producing as well. They'll be on from 11 to 2 before we take you to Chiefs Network pregame as they get you started and get you pumped up for this Chiefs Bills matchup at Arrowhead. You'll be able to listen to that game on our sister station 1065 The Wolf. Then come back here. Right after, we'll have our simulcast with the Chiefs network post game and then stay after cuz Jay Binkley who will be on at 10:30 with me uh for we'll we'll talk more about the games yesterday and the game in the in the two games tonight and also uh, obviously, talk more about this Bills Chiefs matchup. But he'll be on at ten thirty, and then he'll have post game after the Chiefs Network post game. Uh, him and Kramer Sansone and I think Dusty will be on too. We'll uh, get all your reaction, all the sound to tonight's game, win or lose. I, I think. I think. I mean, you're confident in this in this game tonight, right, Julio?
0: Yeah, we were talking about that, you know, pregame and pregame for us. <laughs>
1: pregame for us before we did the yes, show. Yes,
0: uh, <laughs> you know. I, it feels like I've gotten more confident about the Chiefs' chances as the week has gone on. I was yeah. a little more skeptical, still, you know, faring on the side of the Chiefs. A little more skeptical, uh, skeptical at the beginning of the week. I- I'm feeling much more comfortable, right, wrong, or indifferent about where we're
1: at yeah. today, going into it. Last Saturday, less before the Steelers game, like I could, I was a little like, mm, I mean, they, we all knew they were going to beat the Steelers, but I was like, you know. Like what happens if they, what happens if they play the bills? Like what is going to be like that to me was like, it depends on how they, like how I, how I would feel about this game is based on how they were going to play against the Steelers. If it was going to be close, there was going to be some apprehension, but what we've seen from this, what we saw from this team last Sunday was a return to what we're used to seeing from the chiefs, which is if they are better than a team, then they're generally decidedly better than that team. Like if they're like, unless a team is like really close to them in talent, generally they're decidedly better than their opponents that they play against. Sometimes they'll play them close, but usually a team of the caliber of the Steelers, the Chiefs, show that they are decidedly better than that team. And, you know, I I was watching the game uh, last Sunday and I was just thinking, you know, like it felt, like the chiefs. Cause we, I talked about this, you know, late in the season, like people were worried about the offense. They were like, Oh, this chiefs team, they just don't seem to be the same offense. The offense just doesn't have the same punch power that they had before. And I, I remember saying, it was like, you know what? I still kind of feel like, like, it's not something we should worry about, but I feel like the chiefs might be holding something back, you know, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, and like Dragon Ball Z when, during the boo saga and. Goku just out of nowhere pulls out the Super Saiyan 3 and I was like, "Oh my god, he has another form." Like I feel like that's what the Chiefs showed last Sunday against the Steelers. They I feel like they've been holding themselves back a bit during the regular season. Oh, they they have. I feel like they have. Do you not see that touchdown pass
0: to, to Allegretti?
1: Yeah, that, that was fun. That? That you not see that? That was like that was transformational. That's one of those plays where you just like you know beautiful. you're feeling yourself. Like, and the Kelsey touchdown too was like you're feeling yourself. Uh, those at were that point. confidence plays. Those like, were like, hey, we're we got, at our A game. We got we can it. Let it go. We got it. Yeah, let's we'll ball have, out. We'll have Kelsey throw a pass. When you have your tight end throw a pass. In the you know, inside the five, you know you're feeling yourself, and you have your offensive
0: linemen scoring
1: catching touchdowns. And it, I mean, you it know, are feeling pretty was, good. He was about like yourself. the fourth or fifth option on that play, and he's like he was. Still, I think Mahomes said he was like the third or fourth. Option. He was like he he threw T J Watt down, which was hilarious. Oh yeah, he manhandled. That. That was beautiful, <laughs> he manhandled man. that T. Was beautiful. T J. That I mean, that had to, you. I, I remember watching like TJ TJ's body language after that after he got tossed down, and he you could see he was dejected. I, I feel like we haven't talked enough. I haven't heard enough
0: talk about that play this week. Like that has been a very underrated play this week. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's one of the beautiful. best
1: plays this year. Right? It's one of the best plays this year. Not just because it's a, it's a fat guy touchdown, but also because he manhandled the best player on the Steelers before he got the pass. How like has got them hands, but it's like, it felt like it was a completely different offense, even though they were still like Dinkin and Duncan. They were just like, as soon as they got the opportunity to strike, they did like into the first half. And they just, you get that amazing throw to uh, to Travis Kelsey for the touchdown. Just like, and you're just sitting there watching it. You're like, oh my God, like this is what I'm used to watching from the Chiefs. But we didn't see very many plays like that during the regular season. It was usually catch it short and, you know, it'd be like a great run. Like we saw in the overtime against the Chargers where Kelsey catches it short and just weaves through the defense because like the Chargers defense tackle rating should be like a 50 on Madden because they couldn't tackle him at all. I mean, it was, it was awful how they, how they uh, handled that play. And he just, I mean, a tight end weave through your defense and scored a touchdown. That's how they, uh, that's kind of how things went for the Chiefs. It was like a, let's just dink and dunk and take our time and be more patient. And it didn't feel like that in that game against the, against the, the Steelers. And I feel like the Chiefs save things for when they absolutely need them. Like, think about it. What team do you know openly talks about the trick plays that they run like right after they do them? Like, you don't ever see that happen, really. Like, the Chiefs are so confident in their playbook. That they will willingly talk about the, they will name the plays. They'll give you the names for the plays. They tell you their origin story for every one of their plays, like the Ferrari uh, play they they debuted against the Panthers last year, where they they just gave you the story. Oh yeah, Mahomes came up with that, and we practiced it for a while, and then we did it. Like. Who does that hungry pig, hungry pig, you know, jet chip wasp. Like who, like, wait, that was that? like, who does, who opens, who openly talks about their playbook like that? You know how these teams are. They're so secretive A confident team. They're so secretive. Like guys are so secretive that they cover their mat. Like all the, all the play callers on the sidelines, even in the booth will cover their mouths with their play sheet. So you can't read their lips when they're calling plays. They are so secretive about everything, but the chiefs are like, yeah, we don't care. We'll tell you about our play. Cause you're not going to know. You're, you're, you're not going to know what we're going to do. It. Yeah. Like Good luck. they were informing refs all year long in 2019 that, Hey, we're going to, we're going to run the, we've got this formation Rose, bowl, the Rose bowl uh, parade formation. We're going to do some temptation style spin. Don't call a false start on it. They warned them every week. And then eventually, and the, the only week they didn't do it was the Super Bowl against the Niners. And then the the refs remembered it so much that they actually came up to them and like, hey, uh, same thing about uh, the, about the Rose Bowl temptation spin. And they were like, yeah, 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 we're, we, yeah might, that's we might run that. Yeah, yeah. And then they did it's it. And they did it in that game, <laughs> and it and it got them a first down on on fourth and short. Like that is the that's how the chiefs are, the chiefs are like, they warned a team about something that they never intended to run until they went to the super bowl. Like think about, and in that super bowl, you remember not just in the super bowl, but in the AFC championship game, they were like the first drive and it didn't work. But the first drive against the Titans, the Chiefs ran, like, I think, two runs with, with Patrick Mahomes. Like, he ran, like he had, like, I think one was, like, a speed option. The other one was a read option. They called two runs on the first drive for Patrick Mahomes. And then eventually, he had a, a, a 25-yard touchdown scramble in that game. But, like, they called plays that you wouldn't expect them to call. Then in the Super Bowl, first touchdown... Speed option to the to the right side with Patrick Mahomes. You know, he, he acted like he was going to toss it over to Damian. Nah, I'm going to hold it. And, and he went in and scored a touchdown. Like, it's stuff like that. You can't game plan for that. And I feel like that, that's how that's what makes the Chiefs so dangerous. Is that you can watch as much film as you want. And obviously, like, if you just play two deep safeties, you can at least stop the deep stuff. But you don't know what the Chiefs are going to do at any given moment. Like, you think you do. Like, we saw last year against the Browns in the divisional round. Um, they had a fourth and short Chad Henney, their backup quarterback, in the game. Less than two minutes to go. You get this first down, you win the game, you can run the clock out. And I remember Tony Romo was like, oh, they're, gonna, they're just going to call timeout and they're going to punt. Nope. They had Chad Henney roll out to the right and throw it on the run to Tyree Hill. Who? No one saw. I mean, I, I. mean, obviously, we as Chiefs fans. If you watch this team, you knew like Andy. Does, he don't? He don't give a bleep. He's gonna do whatever he has to do. La- last week was another perf- perfect example of that in regards to
0: Jarek McKinnon. Who? Who saw that coming? <laughs> no one saw no. the usage that. The- no. Of Jarek McKinnon the way that he was utilized last This week.
1: is the guy that had the including pits. They had the ball bounce off his face mask and it turned into a pick six. Like this is a guy that that no one thought. Like everyone's like, Oh man, if Darrell Williams isn't in there, they don't have any running backs. And no, then Jerick McKinnon goes out they there do. and just tears up the Steelers like their third running back just tears up the, the Steelers and not not just the running game, but the passing game as well. It's like that's the kind of versatility this team has and the unpredictability that they have. And that's the reason why, you know, whenever I hear people like doubt the Chiefs and doubt their offense, it's like, dude, this team is saving themselves. They, they save things like they talked about it. After the game last week, like, hey, you know, we run looks so that we can for the team that we play next week. So when they were calling plays in that Steelers game, they were thinking about the bills when they were calling those plays. They were like, oh, yeah, it was like they, they were thinking about, it like, hey, Leslie, try to stop this. Let's put this on film. So, yeah, you guys have,
0: yeah so we can do the complete opposite. Next yeah. Week, hey, Leslie, our know? tight
1: end throws touchdown passes. Try to stop this. Like, think about that. That is some cocky stuff right there, but it also shows you just how confident they are in themselves when the fact that they can run stuff for an opponent, they don't even know if they're going to play that guy next week. They don't even know that, but they're doing it anyways because they know, like, yeah, we're good. We got this. Like, that is what makes, like, that's why I think the Chiefs have been saving stuff for the postseason. Like, the way that their offense plays, and we saw that two years ago. During the final six-game stretch that the Chiefs had, where they won, they won six straight and they, uh, they, they captured the two-seed and uh, you know, obviously got some help from the Dolphins and got that bye, they scored 24 points per game during that stretch. They weren't a prolific offense during that stretch. But then they got to the playoffs, 51 points against the, uh, against the Texans, 35 against the, uh, against the Titans, and then another 31 against the, the 49ers, who had the best defense in football that year. Like, this is a team that that likes to save some stuff for when they absolutely need it. Jet Chip Wasp, save it for when you need it. And that's what they do. If there's any team that saves points for next week, you, you hear that all the time from fans. Oh, save some points for next week. No, the Chiefs actually do save points
0: for next week. They have more.
1: Yeah, well, they got more. And so that's the reason why like, I, I, I think we should be ultra confident in this team just because of that concept. Coming up next, we give you our review of the – Divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Back in on this Chiefs playoff special here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, the Odyssey app. Chris Unocero, Julio Sanchez. Yesterday was crazy, dude. Yesterday's slate of games was crazy, man. Both one seeds went down. Was it that surprising, though? I it, feel wasn't, like- it wasn't, but it was just, it wasn't surprising. It was more yes, so the, no. the implications of it. I, I saw a tweet earlier from Matt Verderam. This, this will be the first Super Bowl ever where neither participant had a buy. In the playoffs like that's that's pretty big. And obviously, you know, you cut out half of the buys anyways, because the you added a seven restructuring team. of the playoffs. this yeah, year. Yeah, you added a seventh team uh, last season. So, you know, obviously that that changes things. But still, like, I mean, I've heard a lot. I heard a lot of people here on the station. I heard a lot of people out in, in the media that was like, I mean, obviously there was a lot of Packers love, but there were still a lot of people out there like paying respect to the Titans because they were the one. Like I I I was on the air yesterday with Bink from ten to two. Uh, we did another chief special that uh, yesterday afternoon as well, before the uh, before the sunflower showdown, which Ku almost choked. By the way, but they didn't. I, they almost but, but they didn't. they were down by sixteen, dude. Close, but they came close, bro. You almost lost to Bruce Weber, man. Like. Hey, uh, to be fair,
0: <laughs> to be fair, K-State has pulled a couple upsets last they have, week. They have. They well, have. Like they're, they have? They're,
1: they're much better than, than they normally yes. are. They're much better. Than, that's that's definitely not a, a pushover this year. But still, you're, you're KU. So, but anyway, yeah, they, they, uh before that, we, we did, we were on for four hours. Yeah, let's stick to the topic, please. <laughs> please. I'm sorry. We're I'm sorry I offended geez. you, Julio. And, we, uh, we won, other, so it's fine. Any other KU fans KU out won. there? It's fine. So, it, yeah, it. Titans yesterday, that Titans Bengals matchup. That was first game on. That game, I, first off, I wasn't surprised that it was an ugly game cuz it was I mean, I expected that one to be ugly. Like, look, the Titans, their defense is great, dude. That defense is for real. The, I, uh, they were for the real. The defensive dude.
0: line is, the secondary is No, the, yeah, the secondary is not good. But like, I mean, when great. you got a
1: if you have a great if you got a good pass, pass rush, rush yeah. it makes everything else yeah. better. Agreed. And I mean, we, we saw that with the Steelers made the playoffs because of their pass rush. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, best pass rush in the league. There's a reason that they, they, if their pass rush was mediocre, that team would have won like five or six games this year. That's just how bad the rest of the team was, but their pass rush carried them to the playoffs. And it was, it was very much the same with the, with the Titans, their defense carried them when their offense couldn't. And it, it was funny. Cause like I was saying this yesterday, it was like. To me, the Titans are probably the flimsiest one seed I think I've ever seen.
0: Everyone knew that was a they were
1: a paper tiger. Yeah, like but, everyone like, knew but that. even then, a lot of people were like, oh, you got to give the respect to the Titans. You got to, like, being picked them before the game. Um, we were giving our picks before the end of the show. And I was just like, you know, it's like, you know, I, I think I heard, I, I think Fesco, you know, he was, he was out here saying, to like, hey, they, they, they're for real. But, like, I I never believed in the Titans, man. Like, even though the Titans are the one team you could say, you could point to and be like, yeah, they, like, beat the Chiefs' ass. Like, they beat the Chiefs' ass. That was not a game where, I mean, the, they, the Chiefs did turn it over three times, but they beat the Chiefs' ass. Like, that was a game that even without the three turnovers, the Chiefs probably don't win that game. Like, they just took it to them. But, like, that team never looked any like they were elite to me. They only won the – they only won the, the got the one seat in the conference simply because the Chiefs weren't up to the task of staying up top because they were making mistakes.
0: Well, the, the, the Titans got a, a pretty good start to the season, right? I mean, they, yeah. they kind of pulled ahead of the pack, and that's yeah. what kind of kept them there throughout the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, they they were not, like, up to it, like, holding on. The last was, half
0: of the season, they, they were not all that impressive.
1: And part of it was injuries. And, you know, uh, Derrick Henry course, and of course. A.J. was out for a little bit, and so was Julio. But they still I was here. I was here. <laughs> the other the whole one, season, the, the one that catches passes. Okay. But like they had a lot of guys that were, they had a lot of guys that were, that were out and they still were able to stay up top, even though they were hurting and they found a way to, to get the one seed again, chiefs were the reason why, because the chiefs failings at the end of the year prevented them from being able to get it. But still, I just didn't feel like that team. Like I, I looked at it and I was like, look, Joe Burrow can do that. He could beat that team. And he did. And it wasn't even really Burrow at the end. It was Tannehill that gave away the game at the oh, end. Oh, man. I mean, I, I know the ball got tipped up, but like that was a terrible pass. Yeah, he was not that, open. That's on him,
0: man. That, he was that's on not
1: him. open. And, like, watching that game, like, there was a whole lot of plays where it was like a – it was like he was trying to do the Patrick Mahomes Me. He was like, bleep it, Tyreek down there, and he th- he just threw the ball down there. And like there was one play where he like hit AJ Brown deep, uh, right around midfield or so. I think it was like early in the second half or late in the late in the first. And like just AJ made a you know perfect catch, ran a great route. He shook the hell out of his corner that was that was covering him and caught a great pass and 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 whatnot. But a lot of the throws out there looked like he was just heaving it. He was just kind of like eh, what, my guy's down there. I'll just try to hit him. And it, there was like no conviction behind it. There was no like power. Like you watch Mahomes. Make throws in tight windows, and he just lasers it in there. Same thing with with Josh Allen, though his accuracy can be a little suspect sometimes. But like with Tannehill, he was he looked like he was throwing ducks out there a lot of times.
0: Well, I, I think that's why people kind of, uh, again, why they were considered a bit of a paper tiger when it comes yeah. to the number one seed because it's, it's the one thing that they were elite at right is 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 a hundred percent healthy Derrick Henry. Without him, there, there's not. Any one thing that they're necessarily elite at. And if you have to rely on Ryan Tannehill to get you over the hump, they're exactly where they are. And that's at home on the couch. Now.
1: I do wonder though, I mean, if you're the Titans, do you try to get another quarterback or do you, or are you like, hey, you know, Let's see what we can do with Tanney. I don't know that they're necessarily in a rebuilding mode. It's not, a, so, much mean, be, were, it's not so much a it's not as much a rebuilding. Year. Like they're they're a good team. They they wouldn't if you replace your quarterback. It's not necessarily rebuilding. I I don't think they will. Should they? Yeah. Yes, because uh, you
0: know again we talked about this in our our pre show. I, I don't know that Derrick Henry has. I'm not saying that he's not going to be elite next year. But I don't know if he's going to be Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean I mean a Lot foot of, injury. To a running back that's a little bit older now,
1: nine he had he had nine hundred touches the previous three seasons. Yeah,
0: he's got a lot, a lot of wear and tear on those yeah, tires, yeah, man. Yeah, I, the, I don't the, know. I think this year was kind of like the last opening for their window uh, for winning a Super Bowl. I,
1: I think it's unless, unless Forman, I don't think unless, they think that unless Deontay Foreman comes I out there that. and balls out. Like if Deontay Foreman is really good, but you're still relying on Ryan Tannehill. I don't, I don't know that Deontay
0: Foreman's ever going to be a Derrick Henry. Right. Yeah, you, and that's you're what probably made them right. elite.
1: But yeah, I like the Titans just weren't up to the task. Now, the big story: Aaron Rodgers discount double choke.
0: Can we save this for the last? I mean, we, we <laughs> you we want to spend some time? Okay, on
1: this one. okay, yeah. Well, we'll we'll go to the Bucks then. The Bucks playing tonight, uh, this afternoon actually. Uh, they'll they'll be playing against the Rams. I mean, I've got I've got the uh, I've got the Rams here pulling off the upset against the Bucks. I want the Bucks to win.
0: Why would you want the Bucks to win?
1: Because I want Mahomes to get that game back yeah, in the Super Bowl. I know. That's we, what I want. And uh, hey, we'll talk. We'll uh, talk more about yes. that next second. Yes. But we got to line that all up for but, the people. But I, I, I want. I, I think the Rams are going to win, man, dude. I this Rams team, you have. They to me, they're the most talented team left in the NFC. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Oh, when well, we're talking about like stars, the weapons they have, NFL stars uh, on the top end, their defense, loaded, dude, their
1: defense. You got Aaron Donald. You've got uh, Jalen Ramsey. Like, dude, they got... like I would it, say it could be the Bucks,
0: but with the injuries that they have to some of their you know, their star players, it, it, you got to give that tip your hand to the to Like, the Rams, I was right?
1: saying this last year. Like, the Rams are not the team you want to play in the playoffs last year. Like, when they played the Seahawks last year, I was like, I, I picked the Rams to win that game. I was like, dude, the, the Rams are not the team you want to play. The 49ers right now kind of feel like that, but I still feel like when you look at the Rams... They've got everything you want. Like they've got playmakers on defense, at all of the skill Playmakers positions. on offense. Yes, like they. I mean, obviously, question marks about their quarterback with Stafford because he's Matt Stafford and he hasn't had a very much playoff success. I think he just got his first playoff win last week. But still, this is a really, really talented Rams team, and I, I don't think I, I don't think very many people would be shocked if they went to the Super Bowl. Like I, but no. Like I said, this this. this Probably this this could end up being the the best game that we see in the NFC side of the of the playoffs. This could very well be the best game because I mean, frankly, the playoffs have a pretty today. I mean, this could be the best this could be the best
0: day for playoff NFL playoff football the entire well, way the, the entire way the
1: entire way yeah yeah so and then obviously Aaron Rodgers and the Packers dude this team can we. I love it. Can we I now? It, can we now say that Aaron Rodgers is just a tad bit overrated?
0: Like, can I we just say it now? Say. I think that's safe to say it. Like, I, we can MVP, we just say it now? even if he's the MVP this year? Even if he's the be.
1: MVP, he might. I mean, they might. They I could see them giving. Guess, it to guess him. what happened? They lost <laughs> in their first playoff game. <laughs> they lost in their first seven and nine first in the playoffs round. as the number one seed. As the one seed, to a, st- to a Jimmy G with a broken finger. You scored ten points. At home, ten points in the playoffs. Yeah, like I understand, I can understand that they lost like 30-27. Yes, if Aaron balled out, if he they they balled still lost, out, you can and blame they it just, on the D. Yeah, you can blame it on the defense or just like not having enough help around him. Ten points. That ain't that ain't everyone. That that's the quarterback right there. Yeah, yeah, and the Packers defense balled out. Yeah, they. they there's nothing no more often, they could do. No, they they gave up six points. The there's defense gave up six done. points. They they the only touchdown that the forty nine ers scored was on a block punt. That's it. No touchdowns on the offensive end. And that's how you go down. Like that is like the most pathetic way to go down. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most pathetic way to go down. Like I would much rather you like the way that remember the way the chiefs went down in in 2018 where they were like they looked like they were going to lose at the end of regulation and they just came back swinging and ended up tying the game up then lost in overtime. Like, that's the way you lose if you got a great quarterback. Like, I think that was the most – even though it, it, it sucked as a Chiefs fan to watch the Chiefs lose, it was, like, the most encouraging playoff loss I can say I've ever watched as a Chiefs fan. And usually you're not. That's never, like, encouraging playoff loss. Like, that's not ever a thing. We're but, not here
0: for a moral victory,
1: but – But that was as close as you're going to get. I mean, if you're going
0: to lose – You're losing to you, Tom you Brady. Put game in this, out, you put game Laid all on, yes. last night for the Packers. That was not. That it. was not that it.
1: That was not man. it. That was not it. That was like uh, when Anthony Joshua I lost. Was it. That was like when Anthony Joshua lost to Andy Ruiz. Yes, <laughs> and he basically quit in the middle of the just, in the middle no, of the fight. No show. That's basically what it was. Like he, you could tell he he was not interested in the fight, and he basically quit in the middle of it. And the ref was like, "Bruh, you quit on him." Like that, that's basically how the Packers went out last night. They basically went down, and they weren't swinging. They were just taking... Pot shots from a, an opponent that they poop their pants from a talent standpoint is is pretty close to them. But from a quarterback standpoint is very inferior. Like they don't have any. The, the 40, yesterday, the 49ers are averaging 18 points in their two playoff games. So, 18 points and, per game. And they were below their average 18 points in their no, yeah, 18 points per game in their two playoff games, which is six points below league average. Mind you, which is 24 they are averaging 18 points per game and they've gotten two playoff wins. Like that is the most unimpressive way to make a conference they championship day. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. That's what happens. Seriously they, they lull you to sleep. They're just like uh they're like Daniel Cormier, where he just will wrestle you to the ground and lay on top of you for five rounds. Like that's, that's. they're
0: the Floyd. They're the Floyd Mayweather of the playoffs this year. They they just, it's such a boring fight to watch. But like Floyd's great though, but he is great.
1: He's great. I mean, Daniel Cormier was great too, but Daniel Cormier would lay down and make love to guys on the, on the, on the mat for (laughs) five rounds. That's what he would do. It was so boring watching him fight coming up next. I tell you why I think the chiefs have their best case scenario for a playoff narrative. (laughs) final few minutes here of the first hour of the show chiefs playoff special here on 610 sports radio 610 sports.com kristen ocero julio sanchez so the, the the playoffs right now the scenario that the chiefs are in is looking like it could very well be the dream scenario story for a redemption book, story, right? Yes, this is the like we like this year was all about redemption. It was all about taking it back. This looks like it could be that story this year. Is that the, is that the
0: new moniker, the take it back to her?
1: Well, yeah, I thought I thought that was the moniker before the season started. I think that's everyone. Yes, it is now. I, I think everybody. That. I think I thought it I was the thing memo. after It was take it back. So you're facing off against the Bills, the team that won the Super Bowl in Week Five. You beat them. <laughs> now you've be, you've taken out your biggest competition in the AFC. Then you go off and you play against the Bengals, the uh, team that beat you right at the end of the season. And Joe Burrow, who many people think might be the next great young quarterback to emerge in the league. He certainly looks like he's on his way right now. Um, those, you know, two playoff wins to his name already. That's, I mean, that's a, a pretty damn great start to your career there. This is only a second year and he's already got two playoff wins there. So, you know, that would be a, a very, very big win there for Patrick Mahomes to put down what could be maybe end up being his, his best rival in the conference. And then after that, if they go to the Super Bowl and they face off against Tom Brady's Buccaneers, a team, Tom Brady, they, they've they struggled against him in the playoffs. You lost to him when he was with the Patriots in 2018. And then in 2020, you lost to him when he was with the Bucs in the Super Bowl. In embarrassing fashion, mind you. I'm hearing redemption. I'm this, hearing a redemption this is a redemption story right here. This is uh, what you would see in a movie. And I don't like sports movies, but this would be sports movie worthy. You couldn't script this any better right? with the way it's starting
0: to lay itself out,
1: especially because the Chiefs faced a ton of adversity this year after losing that Super Bowl, where early on in the season, they started three and four and everybody's digging their grave for them and shoveling dirt on them. And they're saying, you know, you got Michael Irvin out here smashing pumpkins with the Chiefs logo on it. Oh, they're done. They're not making the playoffs. And then, you know, after the Chargers game, he's trying to be Kelsey's friend again. Like th- it, that that's the kind of story that the Chiefs could finish. They could they could really they, will. Can, they could continue. If they get the win tonight, they win next week, and then 2 weeks after that, go beat the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Now I certainly have my doubts about the Buccaneers' chances of getting back to the Super Bowl. I got the Rams this afternoon, but you never know. It's football. And and crazy things happen all the time in the sport. So I could very well see the uh, Buccaneers getting a win and going on and going on to the uh, championship game, facing off against an inferior 49ers team, and then getting a uh, return to the Super Bowl, something that we rarely see in this sport. But this would be the perfect way to end a redemption story. Beating basically three teams that beat you last year. In, la- in 2021, three of the teams that beat you, you could put them out right here. This would be huge for them. And it would, it would at this point basically give the Chiefs the ability to eliminate all doubt in their greatness anymore. Until someone dethrones them, because right now people are trying their best to pick the Chargers, pick the Bills, pick the Bengals. Those teams are better than the Chiefs. That right there gives the Chiefs the kind of clout that any Tom Brady team does, where people are just going to pick the Tom Brady team because Tom Brady's on it. Now it's pick the Patrick Mahomes team because Patrick Mahomes is on it. So that's how important this narrative is, because they did it in 2019. Where you beat the Texans, who beat the hell out of you, they punched you all over the place when you played them. They did the same thing the next week against the Titans, who beat you in Patrick Mahomes' first game back after his knee injury. And then you went on to the Super Bowl and you faced off against a Niners team that you didn't you didn't play that year, but a Niners team that was really good. A lot of people thought were more talented, and you were down by ten, and you scored twenty-one unanswered to win that game. Uh, it would just like that, where they redeemed themselves, being down this could be an even bigger redemption story. And that's the reason why I think that this is the best case scenario for the Chiefs going into uh, the, the championship game and potentially the Super Bowl. Coming up next, i tell you why I think the narrative about the Chiefs and the Bills from the national standpoint is completely wrong. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people
0: do with their ears? Well, for one,
1: they're listening to audio.